What are we? Sitcoms. <laughs> Fucking sitcoms. Cut that out. All right, we're up to episode fourteen. Episode fourteen. Us looking at each other, being like, "Is that the right is it, song? Is it? We think if it's not episode fourteen, fucking shoot us. It's been a long, it's been a long week. It has, it has. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you, Emma. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I really like my Christmas presents. What'd you get? Mm, oh, I can't tell you. We've just um had a delayed Christmas present unwrapping because someone. Took ages to get the Christmas presents. Uh, no, that's not why. <laughs> Do you know what that's I said? I started it and then I paused because I was like, I'm going to dig myself a hole right now. <laughs> because someone decided to leave the house for Christmas. <laughs> so anyway, we are I'm really hot. five days, four days late. Are you yeah. okay? Do you want to take your jumper off? Sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, so we've done the late Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. I got a lovely perfume, which is delicious. And funny story, yep. it's a perfume I bought for you for your yes. 30th. And every time I've smelt it, since I bought you the perfume, I've thought, fuck, that's a good perfume. I've made a great choice there. I should get some. And yeah, I've just yeah. never done it. Every and time I'm wearing it, you're like, fuck, that perfume smells so good. And I was like, all right, Jackie, I'll get it for you for Stop Christmas. Stop yelling at me. Fuck get it on. So, yeah, I got it out for Christmas. Which was great. And a little, um, what are they called? Essential oil roller. Little roller. With some crystals in it. It was quite quite good gift giving by you. Thank you. I'm glad. It was funny because I, have, I also bought myself one and I kept it in my car. And... Um, Jackie got into my car the other day and she was like she was like oh what's this and picked it up and put it on and I was like she's like oh I really like that and I was like thank fuck because I got it for you for fucking Christmas because I have one for you because I have the one. treat I don't know if you're like this is fucking shit <laughs> yeah, imagine like, okay <laughs> Take um that well I got a really adult present from you this year and I'm very I'm very happy about it tell them I got Tupperware you, you did I got Tupperware and I actually asked Jackie for Tupperware. She literally goes to me, it was probably what, like two days before Christmas. Yeah. I've done not one bit of Christmas shopping, mind you. And she's like, have you got my Christmas present yet? And I said, no. Maybe. <laughs> she's like, cool, because I know what I want. And said, Tupperware. And honestly, I was so relieved because your Tupperware container, cupboard, space. Is chaos absolute fucking chaos because the thing is right i like so my issue is there are a few the first one being i have different size containers the second one being is i've lost i would say 80 percent of the lids <laughs> so literally she'll have eight meals in the fridge seven of them are wrapped in fucking glad wrap <gasps> and i'm like what goes on i know how it's and it's like for someone who's very into meal prepping like it's not like i'm just a sporadic meal prepper like yeah. this is like every week i meal prep and like I think I've just lived like it for so long that it's just become like it's just how it is. It drives me insane. Yeah. Like I get the same Tupperware containers from Kmart. Every time I need new containers or I think like I'll just update my pile, I have to get the same ones. Just these clear, one liter, one container, one type. I have a ni- nice, neat little stack. Oh, that must be nice. It, it is. And then sometimes... I'll have to get something out of Emma's side of the cupboard and there's fuck <laughs> lids and fucking containers that don't fit in containers and fucking lids that you probably don't have containers for. And, oh, I'm just like, so it felt very satisfying. I'm looking at the pile of containers I now. Know, I was it's just like, oh. how many are there? Uh, nine, I think. I asked for 10. I know, but. I, I, I cooked 10 meals. Well, How did you get nine? That's an odd number. They came in packs of threes. Oh, that makes sense. Because mm. I was thinking four and four, like or like five mm. and five. Okay, that's fine. Well, I'll allow it. I've got, I have got some you do. of that style. Yeah. So I'll keep those. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like I'm a grown up because like I haven't actually bought Tupperware for myself for like a very long time, and I've just made do with what I have. Um, Buying Tupperware is a shit thing to do too. It's like yeah, you it's know, not fun. 
And like for you, you've got the containers there. Exactly. You just don't have the lids. Where the fuck they at though? Mate, <laughs> if I had an answer to that question, we wouldn't be in this predicament. But like, I don't know, because I take my, I take them to work. Like, I bet, what? <laughs> you Then you, what? You piff the lid out the window on the I way like, home? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's a thing though. Like, like, it's like when you lose one pair of socks. Yeah. I don't know, like one sock out of the pair. Yeah. I just, I just don't get it. Mate, me either. Oh, well, I'm glad. And I hope that the other half of my Christmas present is you getting rid of all the mix-matched containers and lids and I'll be very happy. Okay. I'll work on it for you. Thank you. I, yeah. No, I, I will. I will. And I'm just going to keep that style. That style. Where are they from? Woolworths. See, I don't, I don't even know that. Oh. And I've got them. That's how long it's been since I've had Tupperware. Okay. Well, there you go. So anyway, um, how was your Christmas? It was good. Mm. It was good. I um, I've got a very small family, mm. so well, I've got a small family, and most of them are spread out all over the place. So in Victoria, I've got my mum and my brother, mm-hmm. and then I've got family in New South Wales, Queensland, New Zealand, Thailand. So it's very low key. Mm. for the fam here i just had um breakfast with my mum and my brother and then went to my stepdad's families for lunch Mm -hmm. which is like my own family i've been a part of their little tribe since i was probably like 10 or something mum and jeff have been together so yeah um it was just a nice christmas lunch with them although the weather oh my god we were outside under a pergola and it was (sighs) Oh, my God. We were also, yeah, we were outside too. Torrential. When was the last? I've actually never experienced a Christmas day like that. Normally, Christmas day is always really nice weather. Yeah. It was like at very least just a warm day. It was disgusting. It was horrible. It was literally piercing down with rain. Yeah. It didn't feel like Christmas because of that. I yeah. True. I don't know. It felt weird. True. What about you? How was your Christmas? It was good. It was just chaos, mm. though. Like, it was chaos. I felt like I didn't really have a chance to enjoy any of it because it was just... I'm sounding so negative. I'm like, I'm just like so shit. No, it was just like, you know, rush. I had my mom's for breakfast and I had my dad's for lunch and and like a lot of driving. And then Mm. we had Corey's family for dinner and like, like it was just a lot. I felt It's hard to just be present when you know that you've got to go somewhere else and go somewhere else and do this and do that. And it's also just very rushed. Like I felt like I didn't really get to spend much time Mm. like with like my dad and stuff mm-hmm. like that it was all very like god dad bye dad gotta go and like same with mom and like and i think like next year i just we can't I, we need to figure out a better way because it's just it's not it's also just like literally like i felt like i was just even the next the few days following i just felt very like overwhelmed and, like mm. overstimulated it was just i i noticed like i think i, just, I don't know if it's because i'm getting older or like what it is but i feel like it was just too much socializing in one day. And I think like the build up of Christmas too, making sure you've yeah. got everything, making sure everything's done. Is this ready? Is this planned? Does this person know I'm coming there? Does that person know I'm going then? Da, 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 da. Like, yeah. It's a big thing. A big thing. And yep. I think as well, because we were hosting dinner, mm. which was just crazy mm. because we weren't even home all day. Yeah. Um, it worked out fine, but like it was just obviously a lot. I could just so much. It was just a huge day and I just wanted to, yeah. And we didn't go to bed till like so late. So I was just exhausted and yeah. And the next day I just felt like shit. Alarm. Yeah. Also all the food and stuff. Like just eating, eating. And And you're eating a lot of different food, I feel. Yeah. Like even if you don't like overindulge, you're like, oh, I'll have a nibble at that and a bit of that. And it's a lot of different food that you wouldn't usually have, hey. Yeah. So yeah, like all in all, like it was – it was just a, like it was it was yeah it was a nice day but it was just a little bit too much in one I day. I think like I like the idea of sort of spreading it out like see someone on Christmas Eve. Well, you can enjoy that yeah. a bit more as well because you're not just rushing around. I think next year we'll have to figure out a different way because it was just too much. Too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I felt like I had a food coma. I was in a food coma for like three days. Yeah. So I just ate so much food, and then all the leftovers. Yeah. 
as well. And you're just like, oh, well. And then because we were had at Corey's house, like there was just so many leftovers. And like the next day and the day after, I was like, oh, I'll just have some more ham. I'll have some more turkey. I'll have some more sweets. And then by the end of it, I'm just like, oh, my God, I've just had Christmas again. <laughs> had three days of Christmas. The gift that keeps on giving. Christmas Day food. Which, yeah. I mean, can we talk about this period of time that we're in at the moment? Yeah. What because day is it? like, what day is it? Who am I? Like, like just i don't know what's going on mm. where like what what is routine yeah i feel like i get very like as everyone does in this period of time it's like i just forget about this entire like like just you know like when what did when do the bins go out mm. yeah our neighbors put our bins out on thank god literally because we wouldn't have done it because <laughs> because no days right now make sense at all I don't even know what I listed now. Yeah, no idea. I was actually saying to myself. (laughs) I was actually having a conversation with Miss G. um, And saying how, like, I think I've just experienced full-blown anxiety for the first time in this, like, probably since Christmas, which has been a bit strange. Yeah. A bit of a strange feeling for me. Because I've never really had it before. I assume mm. it's anxiety, but like, well, how did it feel? Like, what were you feeling? I um, I got home Christmas evening, mm. and I didn't leave the house for like two days. I felt I started to feel really like tight chested at the thought of leaving the house. I'd see a missed call on my phone and be like, "What do they want?" Yeah, like just the thought of answering or speaking to someone or calling someone back made me feel like. <gasps> Um, like it was taking me ages to reply to any messages. I've not used social media. I've tried to stay off it as much as I can. Like, yeah, just a really bizarre kind of feeling. And I've never had that before. And I'm kind of putting it down to it just being this time of year and maybe like some triggers around that, I guess. Yeah. Um, was there anything on your mind in particular? Like, was there anything that you were thinking about? No, I didn't even really notice it until it had been two days and I realized I was like fixating on weird shit like I was like emptying the fridge and scrubbing the fridge and then being like fuck Jackie you need to work and then I'd sit at my laptop and then I'd be like outside picking the fucking flowers off the footpath like and then I'd go and like I was just couldn't concentrate on like no and I was like I would not concentrate on something but then I didn't want to sit and be still so I'd just do something completely random and fixate on that for like an hour or two and then I was like oh my god what are you doing yeah. um and that's when I sort of realized that something like my behavior was a bit abnormal mm. um even like going to the gym like the thought of it I was like mm. which is really strange for you very. because normally that's how you would manage yeah very different feelings um and I went for a run it must have been I don't know the day after boxing day or the day after that and then like I still I couldn't like explain how I was feeling I hadn't spoken to anyone either and I started like recording a video Mm. just to like voice what was going through Mm. my head and I said you know like I think I'm experiencing anxiety I've never felt like this like I thought maybe going for a run would help but like I've just had a really tight chest the whole time and I was listening to a podcast running and then that was like just a, a lot about like I don't know being in the moment and stuff and that was I was getting like irritated at listening to that I was getting irritated at music like and so I'm explaining this in the video and then I sort of just said like it's this weird feeling that I don't know who to talk to I don't know what to say I don't know how to fix it like and then I just like broke down into tears and I was just Mm. like this is just such a bizarre feeling Mm. which kind of helped me like just say it out loud even though I wasn't talking to anyone Mm. just saying it out loud and then like processing that emotion and I slowly like I came home and like I still stayed home that night but the next day I was like right come on like you're gonna be okay just get out and you know almost granting yourself permission to feel that way Mm. because it kind of sounds like what you were doing with like obviously distracting yourself Mm -hmm. is you weren't you were kind of avoiding feeling however it was 100% and so like going having that like recording yourself and then it kind of like gave you that permission to feel it and that's probably why you started crying Mm -hmm. and almost like let it out Mm -hmm. Um, and I think like having that conversation with myself which kind of sounds weird but it's almost like journaling but in video format because I could just say whatever was coming to my mind and then as I was saying it I was like oh my god 
yeah you know like Come to that realization yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a bit weird. That was yeah. a bit weird. And I think, I guess it does sort of come down to this time of year when you kind of reflect on the things that you don't have, the people that aren't around, the, mm. you know, things that you miss or you're missing. Um, and so I think it might be, yeah, contributed to that a little mm. bit. Um, it's also a really stressful time of year in terms of like just – needing to be places like i don't know people on social media you know like posting up all these different things like no one's in their normal routine there's a big build up mm-hmm. and then you've got this like weird period in between christmas mm-hmm. and new year and then there's all this like what are your new year's resolutions what are your goals like you know and then you kind of can you also like i think reflect on the last year and depending on how that went for you could really impact how you're feeling mm. um and where you are in your life as well so i think this end of year time it highlights a lot for people for sure and i think that even though you know like you, you kind of just like attribute it to having like anxiety i think that there's all these different things that are sort mm. of just probably and it's feeling. just like surfacing and it just surfaces mm. um and i know like this time of year like you said is really hard for people who have lost people um who are grieving people mm. you know like mourning i don't know going through a breakup mm. or mm you know things like that i think it's a really really hard time of year so um yeah i think it's normal to have lots of different emotions mm. but i think what you said what you said and get you gave yourself that like ability like that permission to express how you feel record mm. yourself is a really good strategy i think mm. so well done thanks how are you feeling now yeah i feel better i feel better like the feelings are lingering but i'm sort of just reminding myself that like it's okay to feel that way and you mm. can keep doing the things like sort of yeah isolating myself and mm. avoiding contact probably isn't the best no way I mean, to manage it yeah different like you can do parts of it mm. like maybe like mm-hmm. sometimes like have mm-hmm. a bit of balance like mm. you know it's important to have that time by yourself to feel it but then also yeah try to socialize mm. be around your support mm. be around people that you know care about you for um, sure and i think it's probably something that a lot of people don't really touch on like or especially if you you know scrolling social media it's all these holly jolly happy family posts and not many people are sort of being like hey like this kind of fucking sucks mm. right now because you people know because won't post that yeah people don't or post. express that just in general yeah. you know like your natural response is yeah christmas is really good thanks for asking yeah and it's Unless not until like me it's like it was fucking chaos yeah <laughs> it was chaos it was stressful it was i felt nuts. overwhelmed yeah yeah <laughs> but no i agree i think that usually people try to like mask how they're feeling mm. but i think it's really important to highlight that this time of year is actually really, really hard for people. Mm, um, for sure. So if you do feel like that, you're not alone. You're not alone. And it's okay. It's okay. You'll be right. That's it. Push That's on it. through. You got this. You got this. You got, you got this. this. Um, should we do an equal tick? Do you have one? I do. Okay. Do you have one? Yep. Who's going first? You go first. All right. Calling the opposite sex mate or bro. (laughs) (laughs) Or being called mate or bro by the opposite sex. Yeah. So I – this is really funny because I always – I actually call Corey mate or bro all the time. Like – Give me like an example though. So like – okay, great example. Over the weekend, he – spilt his fucking water like he does it all the time like i'm going around a ranch right now he does it all the time he leaves his water bottle he'll have the lid off and he'll just put it on the ground oh and he just walks over all the time knocks it over and i literally said to him i'm like you're gonna knock like put the lid on it you're gonna knock it over you know what happens it happened in the middle of the night once and he was asleep so all i could hear was this water gushing everywhere and he's just like on his bed but he did it again and i was like bro what did i tell you about yeah, okay. the fucking water bottle what are you doing how did he respond to you well the, so the first time i ever called him bro or mate i do i because i i enter i like enter interchange them interchange mm. them is that right sure yeah i use them both and i remember the first time i ever did it it would have been like i don't know six months ago or something and he literally was like mate like he just stopped in his yeah. tracks and was like pretty much like did you just call me fucking mate um so he doesn't like it but 
I do it. I do. It's a natural thing. I don't actually. I think, okay. Corey turns around to you and says, <laughs> hey, bro, can you? <laughs> no, shush. I'm trying to, I'm acting out a scenario okay, here. Okay, you be Corey and I'll be me. <clears throat> hey, bro, can you pass me that jumper you got there, man? What the fuck did you just See? say to me? It's not a thing. <laughs> no, it's, I know, but like, I also think like, it's different coming from a girl. That's, I've think, never had a guy, if I've dropped a bro, I've never had a guy be like, oh yeah. Like, what if it's, it's a guy mate? Yeah, okay. Like, this is the thing. This is the difference. If you're somewhat romantically involved in someone. <laughs> oh God, you can't be calling your partner bro. <laughs> you, you shouldn't be calling him bro. I think there's an, ex- like, there's a reason for it and sometimes it's more of like an expression of emotion when you're like, bro. Yeah, that's 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 exactly what it is. A uh, long extended bro over, oi, bro, nice shoes. Yeah, is... I wouldn't be like, hey, bro, nice shoes. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, bro, or like, morning, man. what are you doing? Yeah. Or like, I sometimes feel like, yeah, or like, mate. I'd be like, mate, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, So it's like when you're using it to exaggerate Soften what the you're saying of something like if i'm trying to if i want to be like if i'm just like confused <laughs> which is quite often bro yeah okay so like but if he calls you he mate, can't call me that no 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 so is it a nick or a tick i'm in the middle no i need i'm a i need an answer i'm a i'm trying to combine the words ick and tick and you can't do it you literally can't because it's tick or, or it, 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 it. I'm it. That sounds like it. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I am look, probably more of an ick. However, I can do it. Corey cannot. Corey can't. Because I would, I call my guy mates. I would say that I'd like message Yeah, I like, think. Bro. It- it's a romantic interest. Yeah, okay. So if it's a friend, you can bro, mate, that's man. If it's Corey to me, yeah, that's an ick. But if it's me to Corey, it's a tick. <laughs> okay, got and it. that's how logic works. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the rules. I don't make them. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I'm the same person. What about you? You're an ick. I think it's an ick. You're an ick. Just, uh, just me. Just in general. In general, an ick. Jackie, an ick or tick. Ick. Um, no, I think it's an ick. And... Even when I've done it, like, <laughs> it actually happened the other week and we were, had this conversation. Yeah. Friend, friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And so we have this conversation and we're like, no, you just can't do it. And then about 20 minutes later, mm-hmm. I go, fuck, I don't know, mate, something like that. And he yeah. was like, did you just call me mate? And I'm like, oh. I'm such an ick, but it just happens. It comes out. It happens. Yeah. It does. It so happens. I feel like I feel like it is an ick. Yeah. Even gosh. though, like, I think because for us, we'll be like, bro. Because I call you bro. Yeah. But a girl saying bro is an ick. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, fuck it. We're icks. <laughs> anyway, that's um, mine. What's yours? Um. How, oh, ick or tick? Helping someone who's vomiting out the front of your house. <laughs> Do you want to maybe elaborate, elaborate on, on this? <laughs> so Emma calls me the other day and I'm like, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting at, a, at my laptop and I can see out to the street through the window and this car's pulled up. This chick jumped out the passenger seat on all fours on the, <laughs> on the lawn. The nature strip opposite the road. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, and she's boffing her guts up ick or tick using the word boffing uh ick that's a bit of an ick yeah she's throwing up all over the boffing that reminds me when boffing. i was like 18 yeah oh, i was fucking boffing yeah bad. Um, such an aussie word i'm sure isn't it isn't it yeah so she's throwing up on the on the nature strip and i'm looking and my first thought is fuck go offer her some help her mum's frantically looking for a bag or some I'm guessing like napkins or something because she's vomiting everywhere. 
And I'm like, I should just run down like a roll of toilet paper. And then I'm like, oh, it's a bit shit. Maybe I should go see if she needs Panadol. No, maybe I'll take her a glass of water. And I thought, that's a good idea. Just go take her a glass of water. And then I thought, do I really want a vomiting stranger's lips on one of our glasses? No. No, sorry. So I didn't, but I proceeded to sit there and just watch like a little <laughs> peeping Tom the whole ordeal. She was there for ages too. Really? Yeah, I felt really bad. Did she clean up her vomit? Is that the front of her house? That's no, it was on the other side. On the other side, of the, the kindergarten side. <laughs> Out of front of a kindergarten. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, so like I did feel bad that I didn't go and help them, but then – I don't know. If I was vomiting out the side of my car, would I want a stranger to come out their house and offer help? Probably not. I'd and also, rather like, just not. She's That's probably not. just hungover. She's yeah. self-inflicted. Like, fucking just what if she had gastro? Well, exactly. And then you let her use yeah, our okay. toilet and then you and I get gastro and then you and I are vomiting out the front of our house. Well, probably wouldn't be at the front, but <laughs> we're vomiting yeah. in the house regardless. Yeah. Yeah, no. I feel like it's an ick. You got yourself into this mess. Get yourself out. Yeah. Unless it's like, I mean... Like, I could have probably gone and taken him, like, a plastic bag or... (laughs) Peasant. (laughs) Plastic bag. They're expensive. (laughs) 30 cents, Yeah, literally. Um, If it was, like, an old person, I would. Mm. Because I would do anything for an old person. I would literally do anything. Like my granddad? Yeah. Your granddad is the sweetest. Your granddad is the sweetest human of all time he's let me paint a picture he's a 94 year old scottish man bless his soul Already honestly lovely. bless him so he lives in new south wales on the border of new south wales mm. so we drive up to see him and oh, he's just the sweetest he is thing. he reminds me of like the granddad from up yeah. oh yeah <laughs> he's so cute he is. he's a beautiful beautiful man um but he's one of those people that i'm like Oh, just let me do anything for you and yeah. help you. He, um, we went out for lunch. He took me to the golf club in How Long oh. and takes me on a date. Bless him. And he was just like, he's. I just, I can't even. I know. I can't I know. even. I sent even you a you video me, of him talking. Yeah. That's even stu- when you send me like, yeah, the videos and pictures of him, I'm just like, stop. Do you know what he said to me? He goes, I go, fucking hell, granddad, you've got. A decent head of hair. Like he does. He's got a good head of hair. I was thinking, has he popped a wig on? Like it's it's, it's white, but it's Bless like him. a full head. Full head. I go, granddad, is that all your hair? You've been using that fucking, what's that stuff they put on it? Like it, um, have you been they to used Turkey to be mad, like Michelle Ashley or something. Yeah. <laughs> You've been using Michelle Ashley. <laughs> and he's like, I'll tell you a trick. He's like, your hair's just like the lawn. You need to keep trimming it and it'll keep growing. It won't fall out. Something like that. So there you go, fellas. There you go, fellas. Just trim your hair. Just trim your hair. And Treat it like you're lawn. Right. <laughs> should be right. Say that to the guys that are like bald at 18. <laughs> that are on their way to Turkey to get their hair transplants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. That. No, but honestly, bless him. Oh, I love, I just love old people. I genuinely just love them. I would literally just like do anything for them. They're very sweet. Aren't they though? Like an old man. Like, yeah. Especially. Yeah. I don't know why. You're just like. They're just so cute. Come here, you big Come cutie. here, you big galah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, I sorry. just went with the first thing that went uh, that popped into my head. Um, well, I think we should probably introduce the episode that we are going to be chatting about today, um, which is solo traveling. <laughs> sorry, Jackie just left the mic. She just left so, me to fend for myself. I abandoned the podcast. She abandoned the podcast. Um, yeah, solo travel. Solo travel. And like travel, yeah. I want to say travel in general, but no. Solo travel mm-hmm. predominantly. I think it's a good topic because I feel like this is one of those things that you've either done it and you love it and you have really good experiences and mm. like stories to tell from it or you're like toying with the idea and or you've thought about it. It's a bit scary. Maybe. Yeah, bit and daunting. I just think um, – yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that if you've thought about it, listen to this and I think a little nudge in the direction of giving it a crack. Give it a crack. Why not? Why not? You only live once, you know, YOLO. <laughs> I hate I hate myself. Actually, um, though, like, you know? Yes. No, you are right. You are right. Um, well, I feel like you obviously have a lot of experience with solo traveling. I've done a little bit, yeah. I um, Talk to me. Tell me about it. 
sit down. Have you got a sit minute? down. Take a seat. <laughs> Take a seat. I we'll set these microphones up. <laughs> I did. I did my first solo trip when I was twenty one, twenty two, twenty one or twenty two. Um, I went to America for six weeks, and I don't can't remember why I decided to do it, but I think I was just like, "Fuck it, I want to travel. I'm going on my own. I'm going to America." Love it. Book flights. I did a Kentucky tour, mm-hmm. um, which I think really helped like the first solo travel trip because it eliminated a lot, a lot of decisions for me. Like I was like, all right, cool. I'm jumping on this fucking bus with this group of strangers and she was yeah. right kind of thing. Um, but that was really cool. Um, I've done Bali a few times by myself. Mm-hmm. I went to Canada by myself, done a few trips around Australia or in Australia victoria and queensland um (gasps) thailand a few times obviously and then Mm -hmm. like yeah cambodia kuala lumpur anyway i think it's the best i think it's the best i think like yeah what do you think makes it different from like traveling by yourself compared to traveling with groups or with friends like so i think not I think I know for a fact because I did it um most of my travels have been by myself and I've done trips with girlfriends I've done trips with partners and honestly I love traveling solo you're a bit of you're alone you're a bit of a lone wolf in general I am yeah I love it and I think like for me the best thing is and this sounds very selfish but Mm. I mean you gotta be sometimes is not having to consider anyone else fuck it I, I you know what i mean like yeah, for sure um and like i remember being nervous going to america like fuck, getting on a flight for mm-hmm. how many hours it is and going to a country you don't know and going through daunting an, an airport you don't know just all of that yeah very daunting um but after i'd sort of like ripped the band-aid off mm. i fucking loved it mm. it was great i did the kentucky tour which was good because i met people and then i had two weeks on my own in new york and it was just sick every day that would wake up and be like that sounds stunning hey siri what's something cool to do in new york <laughs> she'd be like why don't you go fucking check out grand central park is that what it's called i don't know i've never been great anyway um like yeah just all this random shit and i'd just go do it and be like hey i'm in new york hey, i'm, in new york. <laughs> I'm, an adult. I'm just a little girl in new york all by myself <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that though like you have those like pinch me moments where you're like fuck i'm like i'm like on the other side where it, like it's almost like is this legal like where <laughs> should are i be parents? doing this like <laughs> they should be like they should be here like am i allowed to be here by myself like what something happens like stranger danger you know yeah. what i mean like yeah no it's i i get it it's um you do have those moments where you're sort of like it's a bit like is this real um, and I think doing it by yourself even highlights that even more. Like, is this real? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but it is it is a it is a cool thing to do. I went. I did most of my when I say most, like my big stint of traveling by by myself when I was like twenty three, twenty four. Mm-hmm. I went to Europe um, and backpacked around Europe for like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like had some time with friends and then sometimes without my friends and I tend to agree with you like the times that I was solo were the times that I felt like I really embraced the experience um I felt like I put myself out there a lot more I was open to meeting new people and having like had a bit more like was a bit more open-minded um and took risks and you know I wasn't confined to like my circle of friends Mm, I think you sort of just like you know let's take for example like when you and i have traveled together we're comfortable with each other's mm. company we're not really looking to go out and socialize with anyone because we've got we're happy yeah, yeah just you know so you go out and even if you're in like a social setting you've got each other so you just they're the sort of yeah it's you like, just like gravitate towards the people yeah like, you know, like, whereas like i don't know being on your own and i think also for other people if they see you on your own mm. they're more inclined to be like oh hey how are you like where like you know where are you are from you yeah. like what are you doing like yep. where where have you been and stuff yeah for sure and also yeah i think like like yeah the social part of it but also what i was saying like 
taking in more from the experiences Mm. like i felt like when i was by myself i wasn't distracted by like conversation or or like you know i don't know this and that i was really sort of engaged Mm -hmm. and really like walking down the street and being like oh my god Mm. i'm in scotland Mm -hmm. oh my god there's a castle oh my god like there's a guy in a kilt yeah and like i have my headphones on and i always just felt like i was like in a movie just like I don't know, living my best life. And I felt like when I was with people, I didn't, it wasn't the same kind of feeling Mm. because I felt like I was always distracted by like conversation and Mm -hmm. um, distracted with like, oh, they want to do this. They want to do this. I want to do this. Like you're not really living in that like authentically to what you want to do. Even when it's like, you're with a group of people and it's like, all right, cool. We've got to get from A to B. Oh. It's never, you don't just like sit there and be like, all right, cool. Well, like I'm here and I've got to go there. You've got like this person saying like, let's get an Uber. This person saying like, no, yeah. no, no, we can do this. This person saying jump on this bus. Like, and you're, it's like, yeah. you know, you're taking in all these suggestions and personalities and navigating the yeah. way everyone wants to do things. And mm. you don't really have that like moment to just be like, all right, this is what this I'm going to do. What I'm this is do. how I'm going to get Take there. A breath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and similar to you, I used Busabout. Mm-hmm. Like a Busabout is, it's not like a tour as such, but you buy like a bus routes all around Europe. So, and like each bus has a like a guide on there, I guess. So like someone who can help you when you get to the place and tell you like the places to go and stuff like that. Um, but really, like, I just ended up buying all of the bus loops. So I could pretty much go all around Europe um, at whatever pace I wanted. And That's you just... Cool. Yeah, yeah, and you just get on the bus, you go to a place. If you like it, you can stay longer. If you don't like it, cool, get on the next bus the next day. Um, and because, like, all the same people have bought bus these bus loops and bus tickets, you kind of, like, meet them and then you say goodbye to them. But then, like, I don't know, two or three weeks later, you see them again. And like, oh, hey, and then you can – you kind of, like, meet friends, but there's no obligation to mm-hmm. stay with them and or do – you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was – that kind of gave me a little bit of – you know like say like maybe like safety or security in a sense because well, you know like worst case scenario is you jump on a bus tomorrow and you go somewhere else. yeah and i That's know that worst case scenario yeah you know? and i know that there's like a tour guide on each bus who will be able to help me mm-hmm. if i have questions or if something's happened or mm-hmm. you know like point me in the direction of of what i'm looking for or whatever it is um and the other cool thing I did as well, because I had my, um, she's like my, well, I'm going to say like my auntie kind mm. of, like um, distance relative. She lived in Manchester. So I would like spend a couple nights there and then I'd go off and travel somewhere That's else. Cool. And then I'd come back and I'd like have a few days where I'd just chill and then I'd go back. And, mm. and like, I loved that because I was able to, yeah, like I felt like I had that support there, but mm-hmm. I could then just be like, oh, right, I'm going off for a week. I'll be back soon. And cool that like, in over there it's like oh jump on a quick flight to spain and you know i like was like all right i'm just gonna catch like a cup and like a two-hour train to scotland i'll Mm. see you later or like i'm gonna go yeah to london or i'm gonna go to i don't know germany or whatever it is and then i would just come back and be like cool and then i'd find my feet again and then i'd book something else so um yeah like it was the best it was the best and i remember like at one point i had like a loft in london for like a month and it was just like a one bedroom loft it had like a little kitchenette and stuff and i just remember being like i could live here Mm. i felt like it was just i loved it and i was by myself Mm -hmm. and i just every day i'd be like cool what am i gonna do i'm gonna go do this i'm gonna do this and And i feel like when you're in another country or you're not in like a place that you're familiar with you're so much more inclined to just go out and do shit and look for shit like yeah how often do we sit here at home and go let's go explore literally never never yeah you know but you're in another country and all of a sudden you're like yeah i'll walk down to there and i'll jump on that train and i'll go here and i'll you know you sort of (laughs) just just live very differently you kind of become a different person yeah you become very like resilient and very like i I don't know i reckon that's like one of the biggest things that comes from traveling alone is like building up that like resilience and like the ability to trust yourself in situations that are hard or tricky to navigate. Mm. Like when you're traveling with someone else, it's like, you've almost got like this like safety net safety net or this mm. support of like, all right, well, if I don't have it, they'll have it. And if they don't have it, like I'll have it all, we'll have it together and we'll sort it out. But when yeah. you're on your own, it's like, it's just you, babe. It's you. <laughs> just you, babe. You versus you. You got to get yourself out of this mess, yeah. you know? And, and I feel like we've both had some uh, situations that have been like, mm, 
yeah so i like yeah i feel like yeah (laughs) i just remember like so many moments overseas and i would just get in situations and i'm like fuck what am i gonna do what am i gonna do i feel like it's the common denominator with these stories is like in transit oh when you're going from here to here or you're flying from there to there or like i yeah like got robbed like I lost my like I got I had like I got pickpocketed and she like I, she was pretty much like a gypsy um and she yeah took all my stuff essentially lost my phone so I was like ordering a drink at a bar I was in Ibiza and um she pretty much like came and tapped me on the shoulder and asked me like how much the water was and I was really distracted it was really busy and I was halfway through paying for a drink and I was like oh like I'm not sure and like as she tapped me on the shoulder, she put her hand in my bag Cheeky. and she grabbed my yeah my phone, my bank cards, my cash, my ID. Um, so she's obviously asking you a question. So you're looking at her in the eye while you're talking so to I'm her. So I'm distracted. Yeah. And she's got her other hand in your handbag yeah. taking. And I shit. had just had because oh. I literally paid for a drink. Like I'd had my money and everything mm. there the second, and then I went to go back into my bag literally straight away, and everything was gone. And I was like. So then that was like a pretty shit situation. Did she just disappear? Just disappeared. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, just disappeared. I was like, fuck. And like I lucky I had made friends mm. at this festival, but like they weren't my home friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, but Traveling they were friends. People that I knew. Um but yeah, situations like that or like missed flights or you know, you get sick. Like I remember in Paris, I was so sick. I was so sick. Like I had a really bad flu. My ears were also really blocked. Mm. I couldn't hear anything. And also I'm in Paris and no one speaks fucking English. And I was trying to go to the pharmacy and stuff. And I like had no one to help me. And I was just so sick. And I remember just being like, I need to go home. Like, so moments like that, and you look mm. back and you're like, oh, you just got a bit of a flu. Doctor. But at the time, it's a bit daunting when you're in another country. And yeah, and like this was the first time I'd ever been out of Australia mm. as well. I'd mm. never traveled before. Mm-hmm. So it was very all new to me. And mm. like no one spoke English, especially like in the non-English speaking countries. Mm. That was kind of hard. Um, but again, it like builds up mental resilience. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time it's sort of stressful. But then afterwards you're like, oh, okay, I got this kind of thing. Yeah. I remember in, um, where was I? Siem Reap in Cambodia mm. and I had a really bad middle ear infection mm. and like it was bad for a few days but it was getting to the point where like you know that earache that's just oh like, bad. terrible and I thought I've got to go to the doctors because like can't live these eardrops aren't working mm. so I go to the doctors and I tell her and she's like oh okay I'll give you some penicillin she couldn't really speak English she's like typing translations in the computer and I'm like I'm allergic to penicillin I can't have penicillin. And allergic. allergic. Bad. <laughs> Die. <laughs> like, um, and then I just remember uh, Googling what can you take for an ear infection or something and it come up with, I want to say like amoxicillin or it was like something that's related to penicillin. And I said, I don't think I can have that. And she said, oh, I think you can i said i'm just gonna call my mum real quick and then i'm like hang on a second i'm in a fucking doctor's and i'm calling my mum to be like hey can i have amoxicillin anyway mum didn't answer and she goes no 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 basically you'll be fine just take it and if you have an allergic reaction come back tomorrow and i'm like yeah right if i'm still alive i'm alive i've got an EpiPen over here yeah literally so i'm sitting at dinner and i'm like looking at these this amoxicillin the amoxicillin's looking at me and i'm like fuck should i just take it Google it or contacted someone who works in the field or whatever. And they were like, do not take that. Like, absolutely not. Like, there is no way they should have given you that. And it's just, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like. But you don't know. No. And And I was at the point where I was like, what else can I fucking do? I've been to the doctors. I've been to the Mm. pharmacy. I've had my eardrops. I'm in absolute agony. There was no way I could fly with my ear the way it was. Yeah, that's the. Like, I needed to have it sorted. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's the. That's how my ears were blocked. So I had a cold and flying, and then it was fucked. I couldn't hear anything. Fuck. It was like, yeah. So yeah, shit like that mm. is just when you get sick overseas and you're by yourself because you don't have people to help you either. Yeah. Um, tell us about the time. Oh. This is like full, taken like stuff. taken vibes. Like <laughs> sending Liam Neeson out to come and fucking rescue you. So like, <laughs> I feel like. 
95, 98% mm. of the time that I've traveled alone, I felt fairly safe, fairly like secure in my ability to be okay in any mm. situation, let's say. Like I've never really felt like, fuck, what am I going to do? What's happening? You know, like I think if you've got your wits about you and you're not doing dumb shit, you're going to yeah. be all right, you know. And I think bad shit can sort of happen anywhere. This one time, <laughs> this one, this time. one time, I was at the airport in Bangkok. I'd been traveling all day. I can't remember where I traveled from, and I go out to the taxi rank. It's late at night, and I think I was staying in Bangkok just for one night, and then I was flying out again the next day. Mm. So I just wanted to get to bed. Yeah, I'm in the taxi rank, and I've ordered an Uber. And this taxi driver comes up to me and goes, "Ready to go?" I said, "I'm going to this hotel." I said, "Don't worry about it, though. I've got an Uber." No, 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 no. I'll take you there for this much. I said, no way. The price is this on Uber and they're five minutes away. He goes, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll take you now for whatever it was, however much less. And I was just that keen to get to bed. I was like, oh, all right, fuck it. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, what's the worst going to happen? He's got a taxi shirt on. It's fine. Anyway, if you've ever been to Thailand, you know what these people are like. As soon as you say yes to giving yeah. them money, they're like, right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, come on. Da, da, da. They just rush you into it. Mm-hmm. So he's going. Especially oh, in Bangkok. Oh, my God. It's hectic there. So he's going, okay, come, 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 come. Starts walking me through, back through the airport. So I'm at the taxi rank thinking I'm going to get in a taxi. And then he goes, no, no, no. We go back into the airport. Then he calls over his mate. So it's me, my suitcase, this guy, and now his Thai friend. Me, my suitcase. Me, my suitcase, (laughs) and two Thai men. Anyway, they go, yeah, no, 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 come, 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 get in the elevator. And I'm like, what in the fucking world is going on here? Anyway, whatever. Is this recent? Yeah, this would have been last year. Oh, okay. Anyway, I still, I was feeling all right. I was like, oh, what's the worst going to happen? Like, they just, they they just want to make their fucking 200 baht. It's fine. So... We get in the elevator. We go down to this underground car park. And I'm like, okay, a bit weird, but okay, well, it'll be fine. Anyway, this car pulls up and it's like, I don't know if you can picture like an old beaten up Toyota Camry with like the bubbly tinted windows. Yes. And it sounds like, you know, like a, like a, like a, like an exhaust or a yeah. okay, yeah, but like gotcha. a dodgy one or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know cars that well, but I knew this sounded fucking Didn't dodgy. Sound right. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard this one or dodge before, <laughs> mate. Um anyway, so a dodgy, dodgy as fuck car, dodgy as fuck car park, they go jump in. So I'm in the back, these two are in the front, they're talking tie to each other. Um, right. I've got no idea. I'm starting to feel a bit iffy about the situation mm. at this point. And I'm like thinking, fuck, who's awake at this time? Because obviously there's time difference and for whatever whatever time it was there, no one was awake at home. I'm thinking, right, who of my friends in Thailand can I message and be like, here's my location. Like, mm. just, I think I might be okay, but the, if I'm not, yeah, I'm like sending out some fucking SOSs. Anyway, these guys start driving. They're not really saying much to me, but they're talking to each other. And then I've like put my, the hotel that I'm going to in my maps. So I'm following along as they're driving. I'm going in the right direction. So I'm like, all right, I'm just being paranoid. Then they start to take some different turns. Mm. And my heart starts racing. Like I'm like, I am absolutely fucked here. Like if this is not going, is not going the way. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do? But also Bangkok's huge. There's all different ways to go everywhere. I'm like, maybe Google Maps is just my way is yeah. different, you know? Anyway, we pull up at this, like, picture, like, a billard bar and a dodgy motel. Like, the shit that you see in movies where, like, you know, the chick's standing against the wall smoking her ciggy and, like, all these guys are coming out with their fucking pool sticks. And, like, it was just grungy. It felt like it was in the middle of nowhere. Was it nighttime? Yeah, it's, like, midnight, I'm going to say. Oh, God. So, yeah, not busy, just eerie eerie vibes anyway i say to the driver i'm like this isn't my hotel he's like it's okay it's okay you stay here what the other guy gets out the car opens my door the other one gets out gets my suitcase out and starts walking it inside and they're basically telling me no you're just gonna stay here and i'm like no 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 like ain't no fucking way am i staying here and i'm like in full panic mode at this point like i'm thinking i can't really kick up a fuss because 
they all these people know each other. They're all speaking Thai to each other. I'm just this fucking little white little girl, girl that just wants to go to my hotel. Um, and yeah, they started like wheeling my suitcase inside to the motel, and they're going, "No, no, no, come stay, 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 stay here." And I'm like, "No, no, no." And I like, I stood my ground and I said, "No, like I've paid for this hotel here. This isn't where I. You said you were going to take me." I can't remember how I got myself out of the situation to a T, but I gave the money and I just said, it's okay. You, here's fine. I'll find my own way to the hotel. Um, but it was like, just in that moment that I was like, so scary. Fuck. Like, you know, when you just like have flashes of potential scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, are they all going to fucking drag me inside? Are they going to like, I don't know. I don't know. I was just freaking out. I'm like, so scary yeah and i think it highlights a lot of like the dangers like not saying that you know it is i mean obviously there are dangers with traveling alone and i think it's important that we do touch on them as well because that is the reality like if if you Mm -hmm. are do find yourself in a situation you don't really have people around you to and in hindsight you know i made the stupid decision of saying that i would get into a taxi with someone who didn't have a taxi there you know i could have got into an uber where i've got the person's name their license details yeah. you know an app that's quite safe and that's yeah I and think that's what, where i went wrong like yeah. and i think these are the things you learn but i think it's an important lesson like you know a good a helpful tip always use those certified apps always use google uh, uber or grab i was gonna say grab and uber Gruber. um grab or uber because they are certified and even though like you know they might not all be 100 percent legit it's a lot better than for sure getting in just a random and also yeah. sharing your location with someone is also oh my god especially if you're solo traveling yeah just, like i was literally in the car thinking fuck who's got my location so i can just text them and say just keep an eye on this for yeah. me because i'm not sure about my future my future know. is uncertain send <laughs> liam Neeson. yeah um yeah, I think that that's a really like scary, scary story. And I think, I mean, I mean, those things can happen everywhere. But again, being in a different country, away from everyone, you know, people speaking different languages. Mm-hmm. These are like the situations that, you know, can be kind of dangerous. And I think like, you know, in places, well, I've experienced it more in places like sort of Bali and Thailand. If they can see that you're a little bit nervous or maybe you're a little bit mm. green like you haven't really traveled much by yourself or you're not too confident like they will try and take advantage of that and not in like a bad way but as in like you know if you're shopping and they can see that you aren't going to be confident bartering like they're going to rip you off that kind yeah. of stuff like i think just f- fuck, fake it till you make it like if i didn't stand there and be like no absolutely yeah. fucking not Mm. who knows what would have happened you know yeah and it does come with experience as well i think like the more you are overseas the more confident you are in sort of like managing those things yeah um yeah do you have any like helpful tips for people who are like traveling by themselves what are some sort of helpful like um proactive no i'm thinking practical Mm. practical i think if you haven't traveled by yourself, like a really good way to do it is to do like a, like what you did, like a bus about or a tour or, you know, or like tr- maybe you're a treat. A retreat. I know a girl. But like, you know, I've run two international retreats now and majority of the girls flew over by themselves, didn't know anyone um, and left with eight or nine new best friends Mm. you know like but so they still had those feelings of like you know some girls have never been overseas before and that was their first trip Mm. but they had that security in the fact that they knew that I was going to be there you know I had things planned for them like they didn't have to worry about certain things like you know getting home from the airport or if they had any questions they could just message me and Mm. you know I was going to be in the same hotel as them and stuff like that so I think like having something pre-organized can just help take the weight off so you're not feeling that overwhelm of like all right I'm from the airport how do I get there and then where am I going and then what am I doing and then what do I do the next day and what do I say and how do I speak to these people and da 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 da. um and that was why like and for me America doing the Kentucky was the best I sort of built up that confidence on my own and then from there like Mm. now I just book a flight and I'll, I'll get a hotel when I get there and work out where I want to go. And yeah. like, you know, I don't have those feelings anymore because I'm like, I know I'm going to be all right. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, One thing I would always say for people 
if you're traveling alone or traveling in general but obviously alone making it more, it's more important like have doubles of things like mm. have two bank cards mm-hmm. keep them in separate places mm-hmm. um you know take photocopies of your passport even have two copies of your id if mm. you can like have doubles because mm. i did find myself in a position where i had nothing mm. and i couldn't access money i couldn't access like i had to wait for someone to come over to the uk and they bought a spare bank card for me yeah because that's the thing if you yeah because you can't access like i couldn't access money mm. it was fucked and then because they use different banking systems that's it's right. not as simple as like oh I'll just transfer I'll your just money transfer you get it out money. yeah yeah like it was a real nightmare and i remember that and, and like same with my id i also lost my id so um i think having yeah a spare bank card and some spare cash stashed spare cash somewhere. somewhere as well which is what i had which is what got me through <coughs> i had spare cash in my suitcase that didn't get stolen photocopies of your passport and your yeah id and stuff like that as those, well those types of things i think a lot of people might mm. not really think about but i think that they can really help especially if you are by yourself for sure um and yeah just stay sane i think like i love it and i think it's like the best just being able to go and travel on your own but one thing that i I actually was having this conversation last week with someone saying that the hardest part about traveling on your own is like not having someone to reminisce about Mm. memories with, you know, like share moments with. Yeah, that's right. Like, I don't know, you and I can sit there and talk about our Thailand trip, our Bali trip, our, you know, even when we went and like got an Airbnb in wherever we were like you can talk about all the little things and like you remember something that I don't remember and then you bring it up for me and then I remember it and you know things like that whereas on your own like there's been so many times where like something something little that might be like so insignificant but just so funny that you just be used to like turning around to someone in a tuk-tuk and being like ha 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 did you see that yeah and you don't have that so it's like or like you get home from a trip and you're like oh you're like, oh, I remember that time. I, oh, no way. I no was one remembers myself. that. It was, just, <laughs> it was just me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I get that for sure. And I think one cool thing that I did, like, not that, I mean, it's not really relevant to this, but, like, it was, like, I journaled every single day. Yeah. Um, because, well, like. Well, because I guess that do, is well, kind yeah. of relevant. Like, you can reminisce. You forget, like, yeah. like you said, like, I would remember things that you don't remember yeah. or whatever. And when you journal every single day, you kind of, like, allow yourself to yeah reflect on all the little moments that Mm. you might not they're not big memories but Mm -hmm. they are still relevant and they're still added to your experience Mm. um and i think i have like it's crazy i have like two full books of just like non-stop i love that every single day i did not miss a day i love it so i don't know how i fucking did that to be fair i think it's great no it is cool it's cool to look back on now and i'm like oh my god and i've got like i I, on the top of each page on like day one day two Mm. and it gets to like day fucking nearly 200 or something and i'm like go me go Go me me. i also think like i don't know you make the best friends when you're traveling oh my god my travel friends are just like are so different and it's just like you have this different connection i don't know you meet people and they're on the same wavelength as you as in like just happy to go and be spontaneous and go and do shit like i remember i met one guy at a cafe when i was working like from my laptop Mm. and he's like hey what are you doing tomorrow and i was like no he's like yeah he's like cool do you want to come over to like pippi island with me and then we ended up going fucking parasailing and we went to what are they called like ping pong shows Mm. and shit and i just met this guy like purely as friends like it wasn't and it was just like you just don't do that shit at home you know yeah one uh, one girl that i met overseas um it's funny like we're still friends now and i met her uh, that was like nearly what eight or nine years ago yeah um and we met in i think it was ibiza um and we just like partied together and stuff and then we kind of like went our separate ways and then we like both had tickets to tomorrowland yeah and like we both were just like like because we were just like just gonna go yeah and we we're like fuck it we'll go together i love like it. we went to tomorrowland together and like you know i don't know like th- those kind of things are so cool and she's like flown down to melbourne to see me i've like haven't flown up there but we talk on the phone quite a lot yeah. like and it's just cool you're right like they're those friends that i don't have i could literally talk to her once a year or like see her once a year mm. and it would be just the same yeah yeah so and like yeah i remember I'm, bonds definitely i met a girl in thailand and bless her soul i love her to pieces like the way we met was so funny 
she had COVID and wanted someone to fake her COVID test. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I've got to save this chick. Like, poor thing. It was when there was going to be, like, isolations for having it or whatever. Anyway, we bonded over that. I saved her ass, gave her, like, some, like, my negative tests and somehow got her out of it. And, like, we just chat every now and then. And she's like, it's so different how, like, the relationship with the people that I meet traveling and the people that have been in my life for a long time, like, it's completely different. Like, mm. the people that you meet traveling are so I don't know, genuinely interested in like, Mm. fuck, where have you been? What have you been doing? Like, you know, or so keen to just be like, hey, I'm going to be here. Like, do you want to fly there and meet me there? Like, you just, I don't know, you have this completely different bond, bond, is it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because you've kind of both met each other in an environment that's not your own. Yeah. And when you just click with people, like, you know, I remember sitting in Thailand and we're at a table at a rum distillery or something and I just remember looking around the table thinking this is sick like there was probably eight or nine of us and Mm. we were all from a completely different country we were all we all had different stories we were all like making each other laugh some people couldn't speak English like we were like it was just and I just remember sitting there for a minute and just being like so present and just looking around being like how fucking cool is this like you know and I never would have done that if I wasn't traveling alone that's right so I think you find yourself in a lot more situations or like you get given a lot more opportunities. For I sure. Feel. For sure. Because you're more open to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So solo traveling. Yeah. Equal tick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's great for you intro- introverts. Oh, well, not really. Well. Yes and no. Yeah. I feel like I'm. You're quite introverted. I'm very introverted. But I feel like it's different overseas. Like, And you're not, also like. You're not within your comfort zone. You can have all. the best of both worlds. Yeah. You can be by yourself in your hotel room or going for your walk or doing whatever on your own, but you can also meet people and tag mm. along with something if you want to. Yeah. Keeping you up, are we? Mate, it's been, it's been a long day. It's been a long <laughs> Yeah. So I would say do it. If you're thinking do about it. it, if you've got the itch, like if there's somewhere that you want to go and you're waiting for someone to be able to do it with you, just go on your own. You'll be fine. You'll be so fine. You will be. It's the best. I love it. Right, I love well. it. I love it. I love it. I, I love, love that. It. That's f- I love that. That's fucking, fucking lovely. That's fucking lovely that. <laughs> Wee. Will is one of like one of those friends. He's like my brother from another mother. And he is one of those friends that I he met in Thailand. And I'm just like honestly, thank God for Will. Will is a legend. And it's just such a good friendship. I hope he doesn't hear that because he'll fucking... Yeah. You're like, you fucking suck balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'll be like, what did he say? He FaceTimed like, us before and he's like, <laughs> yeah, well, if you're going to mention me on the podcast, make sure I'm... <laughs> Except he's English. Yeah. <laughs> Not, oh, yeah. In Aus- <laughs> Not in Aussie. If you're going to mention me on the podcast, at least give me... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? You sound like you're from London. Wait. <laughs> if you're going to mention me on the podcast... No. You try. How does he talk? No, he can't. He's got a well. He's like a. If you're gonna. No, I don't know. Bush. Anyway, he said something in his stupid accent about <laughs> <laughs> about giving him money. Yeah, and which we we're said not gonna it. do. No. <laughs> That's what we call him, by the way. Yeah. Because we had neighbors. We used to live in the same bungalow, like complex thing, and we had neighbors that had these two little boys, and every morning they'd be like. Wheel, wheel. So now that is so he's cute. Just, wheel, bless him, bless wheel. <laughs> but right. yeah, and that's it. That's we're it. We're done. We're oh. done for the day. We're gonna. You're we done. We're gonna back, back our boys. boys. <laughs> Love it. Uh, if you haven't already, would greatly appreciate a rating. Rating. If you could. Subscribe, subscribe share anything we also would love some feedback like i know that we talk a bit of shit at the start mm. of our podcast and we were sort of thinking like is that something that people want to hear or should we dial it back and we do have intentions to not go on tangents and but shit happens but we just we do distracted. um but i think like for some people i don't know i guess they just listen to listen and have a laugh but have a bit of a laugh and a yeah i'm not sure if like work. people read the subject and want to hear the topic straight up i mean you can always go into the show notes and just read the timestamps but um yeah we would actually really appreciate any feedback on that whether that's something that you enjoy don't enjoy if you'd rather like we hit the topic first and then chat a bit of shit later if we just 
close. No, we're open. We're open yeah. to changing it up a little bit. Yeah. Or keeping it exactly the same. Literally. Whatever um, you like. So please let us know. We actually genuinely would really like your feedback. Mm. So please message us. Yeah. And the next few episodes are going to be just like short and sweet. I'm off to Thailand next week. So I'm not going to be here to record them. So we're going to smash out a couple of pre-recorded episodes. Drop them weekly until I'm back. Yeah. See how we go. We also have a very special guest coming up in oh, yes. Jan. Which is super exciting. I am very It'll be great. It'll very be a great excited. Episode. I'm going to have to do that one solo. You will. So You're going to take the reins. That's it. That's all right. You got this. I believe in you. Thank you. I all right. It. <laughs> well, you guys know the drill. Be good or? Be good at it. I nearly forgot, I nearly forgot <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, where were you? I was gone. Woo! Right over my head.